So anyway, welcome to Ronan Geek Official Podcast. This is episode 129. And you might be thinking, this is a momentous number episode. And I am here to assure you that it is simply not. So it is just a regular episode. Nothing special is about to occur or take place. Uh, on the podcast today, you have myself, Alex Austin. Also with us on the pod today, you have... Evil Genius, Plumbing and Adam. And you also have... Rob. Just remote Rob. And he's actually <laughs> recording on his end, so we, we are going to get this uh, audio all married up here. It's going to be really good. It's o- it's always funny when we're recording remotely all the blank spots that we see on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going through the oh, waveform, yeah. like, what the, hell? what the hell happened there? Oh, there wasn't a person in the room. Okay. So, <laughs> it, so. It's, it's against your natural compulsion. You're like, something's wrong when that looks like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. What's going on? <laughs> I'm going to so, be really irritated if this uh, recording doesn't function because it's, uh, according to my computer, I have 47 hours and oh, now 29 minutes of recording time left, so I think we're okay. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> the gods. So we're, we're good to go on Barring the audio. Some corruption. Yeah. So we're good to go on the audio length. That's good. And I think levels are looking good too for us, so I think we're ready to rock and roll. So in this episode, we are going to cover, uh, what was it, the top three games? You always, you always come, come back. back. You always come back to and never stop playing and then playing and watching, of course. Yeah, but I did want to bring up one thing before we really got into that See. real quick. See. So last episode, you and I brought up our um I brought up and we talked about the updates for the games we were most anticipating. And we kind of discussed how they came out, how they turned out to <laughs> oh, be. Oh, this is right. We do need Rob's take on that. Yeah, we need Rob's because we've all we've each had one game that came out and we discussed it. For Alex's, we discussed the um uh, Bravely Default 2, not Bravely Second, and how you haven't okay. actually touched it at all, one bit. <laughs> um, how it's reviewed at kind of, I think it was like a 70 or an 80. I think it was at a, a low 90 or a high 80. And uh, then I we talked about Monster Hunter Rise. Now I had not actually fucking touched it at all. <laughs> oh wow, I hadn't touched it. At I, all. I didn't. I didn't download it either. I'm so I've got a little surprised. Oh. Yeah. Well, like I was telling everyone, Rob, basically the guys that I normally play with, they they were they're waiting for it to come out on computer. So I kind of I got it, downloaded it, started playing it, and I'm like, hey guys, right. invite me to the group, let's do this. And they're like, oh no, no, Adam, we're 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 waiting until it comes out on computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dude, yeah, that's how it works. Lame. But we talked about those scores and how they came out with the '90s and '80s. And I want to bring out the one game you you've mentioned that's come out, Rob. What, what's that? Evil Genius Two. How'd it go yeah. for you? Oh, like, oh, so we're talking about, like, sequels that have come out. No, no, because Evil Genius 2 was one of your top picks for the year. One of the games you were most excited for. Oh, right, yeah. So and... here's a funny story about that. <laughs> you haven't played it either? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to the real world, jackass, pretty much, is uh, is my review of that right now. <laughs> Um, I played I play, I played a, uh, a couple of hours of it, and from what I played, it is exactly what I wanted, so I don't feel like I'm in any trouble, and I've talked to people who've effectively beaten the game already, um, and they're like, yeah, it's it's exactly what we were waiting for. The only and thing I'm, I'm concerned sweet. about is all re- most reviews put it at about 60 to 70%. Yeah, okay, most reviews, I'm going to reiterate, are fucking morons, because <laughs> if you, seriously, if you have a stick and like half a brain, you should be able to figure <laughs> Evil Genius too. Like specific. I'm not even kidding you. I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm like, hey man, uh, you like management games? He's like, yeah. I'm like, have you checked out Evil Genius two? He's like, I didn't even know there was an Evil Genius one. I'm like, go check it out. He has like over a hundred hours played in it now, and he's and he's like, oh shit. Uh, I uh, 
He's like, uh, I didn't realize I could disable this fucking annoying tutorial. <laughs> when I was talking to him the other day, I'm like, yeah, you can just shut that off. He's like, God damn it. So, so your advice like, is don't it, listen to the reviews. It's if you like an evil genius ever, type game, it's great. Why would you ever listen to somebody who writes about the games? Talk, like, unless you know that they play these games for hours, don't listen to them. Well, there's there's <laughs> been a lot of, um, I watch a lot of, not Let's Plays, but, um, you know, kind of game reviewers, people who do Let's Plays. And they kind of, a lot of them love these kinds of games and they basically would start it, uh, Day 9 being one of them. And it was like, yeah, no, this isn't my jam. And he kind of was annoyed by the menu and how it handled and he kind of abandoned ship. And I've heard about that from two of my Let's Plays guys, folks, I should say. Oh, well, interesting. But the thing is, though, like, okay, but here's the thing, though, is like, do they, are they RTS people or are they management people? Because there isn't a game like this unless you're looking back as far as like Dungeon Keeper. Um, yeah, this, he, this type of game is not a genre of game. That, yeah, specifically Day Nine. He's he's definitely RTS. He got his fame in StarCraft, which isn't the same thing. So, but he does enjoy his Dungeon Siege. He played that a while back, but he didn't play it for very long. So, I don't think it's okay, his so, biggest jam. Okay, Dungeon Siege is like Diablo. First off, secondly, if you're talking about dungeons, or is like it dungeons? One, two, three, Dungeons is also a very shitty fucking it is. Uh, <laughs> um, way to compare it because they are very different games. Oh, are they? That was an re- older series, yeah. wasn't it? PC series? Uh, yeah, there was one. Is it, is it the Dungeon one I'm thinking Keeper? about where you build? Yeah. Dungeon Keeper, that's the game. Dungeon Keeper, Dungeon yeah, and you can like yeah. zoom in. Yeah, and you can like, be different game, the character but very, very close, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very much like Dungeon Keeper 2. It's oh, the closest okay. game I, I've ever compared That's actually to, really cool. There's nothing else like it. Was, it. That was a great series, I mean, for its time. It yeah. was a really yeah. cool series, um, yeah, obviously a long time ago. Except for that latest now. one. I think the latest one got shit on quite hard. Yeah, I, yeah I, think, I think it was maybe right for its time and era, and maybe not so right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, I just wanted to take a, just wanted to take a look at look back at our, our favorites, and as are the games that we, we talked about are released or canceled or whatever the case is almost you almost got your you almost put uh blood what was it the blood the vampire the masquerade in there the masquerade god. thank god you didn't okay. put that in there okay I'm... so yeah um no kidding um vampire the masquerade i don't even want to get started on the delays <laughs> on that but I'm, and the whole abandoning still, an entire I, development group oh, <laughs> god i'm 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 just actually so depressed because cc uh, CP, uh, people who make Eve, uh, had a Vampire the Masquerade uh, MMO coming out. Oh, did they? Got canned. Oh, it looks so much oh, fun. Oh, crazy. Too. I didn't know uh, that. that. That's a lot yeah, of Vampire they went, Masquerade properties, like, kind of all getting... They went overboard on it, too, actually. Yeah, because they actually brought in, like, actual, like, fashion designers to design, like, the in, in-game... The sexy cosmetics. vampire outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I'm dead serious. Not enough cleavage. Uh, and then, and they, but they they would show uh, um, examples of like alpha uh, footage and animation cycles and stuff like that. And it looked good, um, but I guess they just couldn't bring it all together to make it work. That's funny. Well, I just wanted yeah. to take a look back. I figured that was nice. We will all have to spend. Actually, I ha- let's play and watching. I'll talk about. I have new answers for Rise, so because I have played oh, cool. it since then. Since our last episode. But so we can talk about the them. I think now we can get into our top three. So I just wanted to bring that up because we missed that last one on mm. Rob's take. Yeah, yeah. My take is um, if you like the management genre and you like like that um, 60s spy aesthetic, like the Austin Powers kind of aesthetic, uh, then you're you're not going to not enjoy this game. <laughs> wow, nice, nice double. If, yeah, I know, right? I can words. Um, I do a podcast. Uh, clearly, I know what I'm doing. Um, 
if you're really concerned about it though, spend five dollars, get the first game. It's a graphics downgrade by far, and you lose out on a couple of quality of life improvements. But ultimately, it's the same game. It's um, a good demo. So if you, yeah, it's a it's an amazing five dollar demo, um, and you you probably won't even regret it because it's of itself a very fun game. So I don't remember whose turn it is to start on this one. I think it's back to Alex. So if we're doing, we are doing now the segment on the games that we always come back to. The games that feel like home, the games that we can play in between other games, the games that we're probably playing in 2021 because it's been a bit of a dry year so yeah. far. So uh, I could definitely see myself getting back into some of these. In fact, one of them I already have. So uh, And the other one is, is coming up soon, I think. So anyway, this is kind of an interesting topic because, yeah, we are in a bit of a dry year. And uh, we have a lot of access now uh, on mainstream platforms, more so than we've ever had before. Two older titles, unless you're uh, Nintendo with your first-party titles like Legend of Zelda Metroid Prime, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> then uh, then perhaps you are not as open to allowing people to play the games they love on your platform. So certainly if I had the chance to right now at this moment, if they would allow it, allow me to pay them money, I would be playing like Wind Waker HD on the Switch. But oh. they don't have it on the Switch. No. So they only have it on the fucking Wii U store or whatever it's called. The, I, the which, Wii U with the, you know, they could just reprogram. It would be so easy for them to do. Instead, they did uh, Skyward Sword. Fuck it, you. They've <laughs> literally already made Wind Waker HD. It exists. Yeah. It's a thing. And they've already a red sale to it. Yeah, it's already come out. Same thing with Twilight Princess. HD version already exists. They already made it. It already came out. All they have to do is fucking host it. On the server for the Switch. Yeah, and they already have the emulation have system going because that's how all their online stuff do you know? Works. Do you know what the stakes are for them porting it from the eShop on the Wii U over to the Switch? If they do it, there could be a zombie apocalypse. You don't know that. <laughs> Those <laughs> are the stakes. We're are you suggesting that them porting these games over to the Switch is the thing that sets off the chain of events in our parallel reality that ultimately leads to the zombie apocalypse? Yes. God damn it. God damn it. I mean, I'll risk it. Or you could... You could just get Stubbs the Zombie. It's on the Switch now. You could just get Stubbs the Zombie <laughs> and then just live it for real, like in a game. Like, that's amazing. So, but uh, because Nintendo doesn't give those things to us because they hate us and they want us to die, awful deaths, uh, I have been playing other titles. Uh, one of them I have been playing on the Switch, so I'll mention this one first and then kind of build up. So these uh, are your honorable mentions so far. Well, th- this will be my number three. Okay. Like the, the bottom of the three, right? All right. The, All the, right. the worst of the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. So far, it's been honorable mentions because I actually can't play them unless I pirate them right now. So so they are just honorable mentions, basically. So the first one, though, that actually matters, that's for real, is Okami. So I've been playing that. It's a oh. Zelda-like, and uh, it is on the Switch in the Okami's HD Okami's a Zelda-like? This is the one with the painted dog, right? Yes, painted yeah. dog game, yeah. and with it is Avalatsu. very much yeah. a Zelda-like. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 How did you... What? I've never, never I've never actually played those games. Crazy. My what? wife has, but I I'm, haven't. I'm surprised. Okay, well, they did a remaster of it. You should go play them. Yeah, that's the the HD version is currently available on Nintendo eShop, and it's a great game. Yeah, I think so, I bought that for my wife. Never played it myself. Yeah, uh, it's, it's exactly like Zelda. It's like a carbon copy of a Zelda-style oh. game, just with like this overlay of like Japanese woodblock print paintings. And You'll blow through it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. A very cool game, so I'm playing that right now, uh, getting re- reacquainted with it. It holds up, man. Like, it really does hold up. This game came out originally in 
2008, I want to say, and believe it or not, the first platform it dropped on was the Nintendo Wii. So for a time, it was actually a Nintendo what? native game. Yeah, the Okami's second... earliest game, the first of its yeah. series, yeah. is on the Wii. Correct. Yeah, the original Wii, and then this, and then it got ported over to PS2 after that. I totally thought that game was older than the Wii. No, no, it came I out. It was I believe it was 2008. Yeah, I'm with Rob. I thought it was a GameCube game. Nope, not a GameCube game. Look it up. But yeah, it's uh but yeah, yeah I, believe I, I believe the first platform was the Wii. And uh, I was there day one on it, loved it from the very beginning. Uh it was really nice on the Wii because you had the the paintbrush, the celestial paintbrush, and you had the Wii mechanic on that with the remote that worked yes. really well. And I think you could do that with the Switch version as well, but I've been playing it as the handheld, which is working beautifully. You I'm know what Rob it. and I are probably thinking about? What? So supposedly, Rob, it came out on the PlayStation Two, which I think was well ahead of the Wii. No, oh, it came out after um, the Wii on PlayStation Two. Yeah, no, that was after. Oh. No, I was I wasn't making that confusion. I just was not. I just thought it was the. the yeah, GameCube. look up, look up. The release dates are probably on at the top, at the very top, or not. It was released for PlayStation Two two thousand six, Japan North America and in Oh, sorry, no, out. you're correct. The Wii version definitely came out in two thousand eight, but the PS two version definitely came out. Yeah, I remember and, the PlayStation well, version. Crazy. Then I don't remember which version I played first. I'm not really sure. Well, interesting. You learned it here. I learned it. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been wrong about my game history today. You've heard it here first, everyone. So very exciting times. But yeah, honestly, it's a great game. If you haven't had a chance to play it yet, I'm sure it's on sale on Nintendo eShop right now. Go and download it right now and play it. But it is a 9 gig download file. So Holy shit. Heads up. It's massive for, for an old game. <laughs> Holy crap. I was shocked. Wow. I had to clear out a bunch of stuff in my Wii. I was like, oh, damn. Everything had to go. Uh, you guys shouldn't get like Mortal Kombat then, because let me tell you, it's a lot bigger. <laughs> it's oh, a big, I, chunky boy. I should say, uh, can you go back to the page there? Uh, oh, I just closed it. Oh, like, oh, crap, God man. damn, why did you do that? Oh. Uh, interesting factoid about Okami is that it was actually uh, one of, Hideki Kamiya is one of the creators of it. Can you click on his name real quick? Because he actually came from uh, Platinum Games. And Capcom. So he's done a lot of stuff with Castlevania in the past and also Resident Evil. So he was one of the early, early guys on Resident Evil series. So interesting that he would go on to make something that's so artsy-fartsy, as some would call it. They kind of like that. Usually a lot of artists actually want to do that. They want to go... They want to really... like. Everyone that I... I've met a few people that do game development, have done it via my brother. Yeah. Go for drinks, that type of thing. And a lot of them, the day-to-day stuff, like the... Call of Duties don't inspire them. Shooting people in the head just it doesn't carry your soul, man. It doesn't all, carry your soul. Well, they're all raised and trained, you know, by like my brother was trained under the guise of a Disney style. Stuff. Right, like, he was very strong into Disney, and right. a lot of these guys are trained in very similar ways, and they're inspired by certain things. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, doing your Maddens doesn't do it yeah. justice for you. And then, uh, so other other games they did, they did Beautiful Joe, Clover did, and oh. then they also did one other. Can you click on the thing? No, I just closed it again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. Fucking done. Did, You're out. They did. They did one other game too. I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was God Hand. I want to say it was God. Oh Hand. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was the other one they did. So. God Hand's a phenomenal game. Yeah. Great that's game. Really, really cool RPG style game too. Yeah. I like just, that one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's my number three. So we can go to Rob. My number three. Number three. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, you know what? To be honest, the game I keep going back to, uh, World of Warcraft. I mean, to be completely honest with you, as it, as new iterations come out over He's the years, I jump back in. <laughs> of course I did. Of course I did. I don't know why you would, you would expect that uh, if you were to let me go before you, that I was going to hijack <laughs> Damn it! I was not no, expecting did, you to make it your number you, three or something. He didn't let you go before. I just called your name first. Like, that was... <laughs> well, I don't know why, because it's, like, it's backwards. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> counter, how this thing it'd works. be counterclockwise. 
Yeah, he wanted to he wanted to really mix it up this time. God damn it, Rob. So what what about WoW brings you constantly back to it? Is it a nostalgia thing or is it just because of new content? Oh, I don't I don't know. I was just scalping your thing. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, uh it what brings me back. Usually the friends. Usually friends. Ah. It brings me back. Um but if not that, then uh to be honest, the pick up and play nature of it because it's become so easy to just pick up, play and drop. So um, you the, the, you There's like no the new to, design to, aspect where it's very friendly to just pick up, come in, do a storyline or two, do a dungeon or two, and then leave. Like you, you like the new style over the classic WoW, if it were. Um, yes and no. Uh, I like it for for right like how I am right now, where I have to only so much time in the day. Um, but do I like it for a game to be catering to that only? No, I, I like the 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 community aspect and stuff like that. Like. The thing is, like, here's here's the difference: is right now I pick up and play WoW, but I also drop it. I drop it fairly quick, like usually within a month of picking it back up. Um, and the reason for that is because it doesn't hold my attention. I don't feel like I'm dedicated to it because there's no community there that I'm trying to feed into. With no community, okay. no desire to come back. So I, I gotta ask. Around, I fuck off. I gotta ask this question because I I think we can take up some of my time to ask more questions because I agree. Sure. My third one is WoW as well, which has actually okay. dropped a notch. Uh, it's it's used to be number two, now it's number three. So. Yeah. Um, because of exactly what you're talking about, do you feel like the looking for group feature they added way back in Wrath or whatever harmed the the sense of community or helped it for the sense of pick um, up and play? <laughs> so you're, you're asking if it harmed or helped it? I think it pushed it off a bridge. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like it's very specific. That's a, that's a that's a silly question because that is literally what destroyed the community. Because I I can tell you why because it's very simple. I don't have to look at data. I don't have to look at anything like that. I can tell you exactly why because I lived it. And that what it was was everything was great. Everything was normal. Everything was fine. Strong communities. Great guild presence. Looking for group came out. Started to deteriorate. Mm-hmm. Looking for raid came out. No more guilds. Yeah. Unless right. I was doing hard progression. I was not getting into any guild to do anything because there was no need to do it. And every time I did, it would just fall apart because everyone would also realize like, why am I doing this? I can just LFR. Yeah. I I think you're one. I completely agree with you by the way. Um, And I don't know of anyone that I've ever met that doesn't agree with you that so far that I've talked to, but I was just, I want to make sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Especially that looking for rate. I hadn't really considered that as I knew the looking for group really fucked with society, really fucked with the community because there was no such thing as reputation, you know, back in classic, if you did a looking for group and you were a little fuck, you were a little shithead or something, right? You, over time, you'd build up a reputation that no one would group with you because mm-hmm. of LF, uh, LFG, you could just keep doing it and keep being a prick. And there's so many people to cycle through with your name that you'll yeah. never be blocked or it's really hard to right. at least. And then you're right. I never really thought about the looking for raid as a killing of guilds because you have basically a guild for the serp for the purposes of you know some random ex- experience buff that you get for a leveled up guild, and sure. you've get um, basically guilds that are doing end game you know super mythic plus whatever uh, pushing, and that's it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're anywhere in the middle, heroic or any less than that, you just use LFR and you're good to go. Yeah, there's no there's no casual friend guilds, not like how there used to be. Like, the, don't get me wrong, they obviously fucking exist. I'm not an idiot, but they but they don't exist in a capacity that's meaningful. Not anymore. Yes, severely do, reduced. 
yeah, they don't try and push content just for themselves. It's not that's not a thing anymore. Hmm. You know, there's no there's no sense of community achievement. It's it's either you're you're in the game or you can go fuck yourself. I completely uh, agree. Did you, have you played far. the latest expansion so far at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's great. But but the thing is, like, th- those problems are still prevalent. But the thing is, like, outside of those problems, because at this point, I'm just it is what it is. Uh, at this point, I just enjoy the game for what it is. But is it is it harmed by having those features? I think yeah, hundred percent. Nice. Well, I think you and I agree. It's it's definitely number three, and in my opinion, it's gone down a peg. Uh, quite frankly, I haven't played the newest expansion, and I haven't been called back to it yet. I've had so many other great to, games. Yeah, no, I mean, there's so many other good games. But if you get some free time, uh, you're you're actually you're gonna want to go through the content because the content story-wise is actually enjoyable. And that's really I what I play it for. Is I I go into WoW like a soap opera. I go in, listen to the soap yeah. opera, enjoy the story pl- being played out in front of me, and then I'm done for a while. <laughs> hmm. just, just do the exact same thing you do with like Netflix or Disney+. Plus. You subscribe for a month, you watch the series, you fuck off. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. That is exactly well, that's, it. Well, that's the, that's the model that Blizzard's designed, so they should lay in their fucking bed. <laughs> nice. I'm well, serious. Well, that's, like, it sounds heartless, but hey, fuck you for doing it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're absolutely right. They, and I think there was even a discussion by... Oh, fuck. What was the guy who... Who was the original head of Blizzard, but he recently left? Mike Morheim. Uh, that, Mike Morheim. Sure. He had an interview after he left Blizzard, and he straight up said that LFR ruined the community of WoW. What is LFR? Or LFG, sorry. Uh, looking for group. Oh. So in WoW, prior to the end of... It was really at the end of Wrath of the Lich yeah, yeah. But prior to that... In order for me to find a group, you're on like a limited server with limited number of human beings on yep. that server. I don't yep. know how the num- I don't know how many people were on an average server. I don't know if Rob, if you know that, I don't. Ten thousand, yeah, probably more than that. I don't know. It's actually <laughs> actually I don't think that that's far off. Oh, okay, <laughs> so you'd have this limited number of people that could be on that group. So you would literally, if you want to find a group for a dungeon, yeah. which you a group of five, right? Yep. You would usually sit in a big town, usually the biggest town if possible, and literally or, or spam next to something stone. Yeah, we're next to the frozen and spam looking for group. I'm a rogue looking for this dungeon. LFG, 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 LFG rogue for well, yeah. Ubers. Just copy and paste that was the message the whole, or whatever. The whole yeah. reason of uh, trying to actually find a group that you you meshed well with and building a community so that you'd never have to sit there and wait. Exactly. You could have people you could play with. Yeah, it makes sense. So once you have a group you'd have, and you'd put I don't a know, friends, friends. List in a guild, <laughs> yeah, you could just go to them, right? You won't have to cycle through this process. Nice. But then what happened is in Wrath they added a feature where you could literally go in push a button it already just just uh, it already adjusts to your class yeah and then it calculates everyone across multiple servers and then it shoves you together you do the dungeon and then it splits you all apart it's like efficient but it's not really how i'd want to play yeah right yeah yeah it's exactly it's super efficient so one thing that maybe here's a little bit of a better um way to look at it um whenever i've jumped back into wow i jump in full force and i try and have a lot of fun i to give you an idea of how different it is, I have friends that I've known for over a decade, pretty much, right? Because pretty much when Vanilla came out is when I finally got like that guild together, that group together. And Adam, you've met a lot of them. Yep. Um, I still talk to those people to this day. We play games, um, arguments, makeups, yada, yada, <laughs> whatever. But I'll tell you this. Uh, ever since LFR, I cannot think of a single person that's joined our group and remained um 
because why would they? Yeah, you're actually right. I on mean, that. I mean, sure, our char- charming personality, but I mean, there's <laughs> nothing else keeping. Them <laughs> and we, like, we we have made a couple people, but the majority of people, like, nowhere near the numbers of people who used to stick around yeah. because there's no, it's no community anymore. What's yep. what's the actual player base? The active player base right now on WoW. I'm curious. It's actually probably. probably I thought it was like eight million. mil or something like that. It's actually pretty high, which isn't low. I mean, even by today's standards, it's not low. But there's obviously a lot of they're, games out there that get I way more. I still think they're close to the top, but they're we know they're Let's not see, the top. Last thirty days is it looks about five mil. No, no, yeah, they're still the top. Five um, mil a month for, for subscribe for subscribed MMOs. Yeah. Oh, for subscribed MMOs. Yeah, certainly. Well, oh. yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna fucking put them up against something that's not a subscription based MMO. That is true. It's, it's like, kind of hard. That's like argue. that's like going, hey, let's see how this RTS goes up against this FPS. It's like, well, they both got S in it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you're right, Rob. It is weird that they are kind of the same game, or at least I think in most people's minds, they're the same game. But really, the way their function and the way the the dopamine hits are yeah. cycled through, they are functionally different games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I like that. Hmm. Nice. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's, I guess, our number three. Oh, okay. <laughs> the incoming is Russia. It is our number three. You're, you're mixing it up now? It's you, man. You're yeah, mixing you're, it up, Mother Russia? No, you're, okay. you're, no, you're mixing it up with number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, then I can't wait to hear your number two. So I'll go on to my number two. Uh, one game that I could always go back to. This one I struggled with a little bit because there's a twist on it. So Final Fantasy VII is a game that you can play on pretty much every platform now. So similar to you know Okami, except Final Fantasy VII is also on mobile. I own it on mobile. I've played it on mobile it's all the, the way through. It's the original game on mobile. Yeah, the original game. And <laughs> <laughs> Rob just posted the <laughs> gif of Austin Powers and reaching into the sack and pulling out random stuff. I don't remember which Austin Powers game. It was, uh, I think that was one, the I think. second one. Yeah, yeah. Spy Shack. Right, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that, that derailed me a little bit. Yeah, and uh, it's still, it's, it's a good scene. That's hilarious. And uh, anyway, so now though, however, after playing the remake last year, I would have to say that the remake, obviously, you know, a lot of people have beef with it because for the portion of the game that it represented from the original, there's a little bit that was taken off the table in terms of content, in terms of story beats, things that happen. Mm-hmm. However, the content that's effectively added to it to make it a completely different experience, in my mind, kind of elevated it. So yeah. I, I would much prefer to play through Final Fantasy VII Remake, Part 1, I guess you could call it now, yeah. uh, versus going back and playing the original game, that same portion, anytime. Like, really? and, and it's such a smooth experience. It was like, it, honestly, it was like drinking like the finest, so it the finest it, this game from drink. was nostalgia, because eventually that game got into like a nostalgia kick for you. Woo, it, was it was full, full nostalgia. Full nostalgia. But it yeah. basically kicked that aside and went... Here's still your nostalgia kick, yeah. But now it's, you're no, you're not that kid drinking like non-alcoholic. You know, I'm a kid drinking Coke at home. Now you're like, nah, this is a fine whiskey. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, that's that's actually really good. <laughs> that's a really good rendition <laughs> of it. And uh, and it was like I would say it was like 51 percent nostalgia, right? So it's still majority just nostalgia that drove that experience, right? For for me and probably for a lot of other millions of players however there was enough added to the game to make it very very fresh uh just from i mean you get into just the the actual combat basics all of a sudden it's this i mean it's still effectively active time battles yeah. right but it's it, but it's very different now in that you're executing the moves in real time right yes. and it, you can you can set it to pause or not in the middle of battle right as you're choosing attacks oh, right yeah, and uh it doesn't it doesn't pause it just goes very really very slow, slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and uh from a visual standpoint it's beautiful uh, Mid- midgar was everything i wanted it to be uh, the characters were amazing, so I, I can't believe how well they did with like Jesse and 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 Biggs and Wedge fleshing them out as full characters they, in this game. 
the, was it the same team or it was the same directors or something? That it was the, so the director from the original game became the producer of this one. And okay. then the character and scenario designer from the original game became the director of this one. So Tetsuya Nomura became the director. So that's good because you were able to, I think what they did a good job of, there was a lot of things that didn't get to be presented enough in the original game or they got presented in really pixelated art. So it was hard sure. to tell exactly what they were getting at. Yeah. But nowadays with the high def, you can see exactly the style they wanted. Yes. What they were going for. Yeah, and, and the fact that Tetsuya Nomura was the director and also the character designer from the original game who cared so much about those characters. Very, very fascinating to see it come to full fruition. Um, obviously, coming from a fully different pedigree as well, because Tetsuya Nomura, between the original Final Fantasy VII and this one, uh, actually has been the head of the Kingdom Hearts series. So oh, very right. different formative experience going into this game about what works, what battle systems work, what what really motivates the player. It does seem like, a, and, you, and it is funny that you see that journey because it does go from time battle to Kingdom Hearts type battle, which was kind of the oh, same. Yeah. It was it was the proto version of this combat yep. style. Yep, absolutely it was. Where so, it had the slowdown time, but it was still action-based. You got it. You you It wasn't push-button swing. It was push-button to choose the next action that's going to come up in the next second yeah and instead of goofy and donald on the screen it's tiffa and barrett right like yeah. that's yeah that, that's the idea freaking brilliant game absolutely loved it um honestly i'm looking forward to, to downloading it again and giving it another shot i just i absolutely loved it last year i feel like i didn't get enough of it so the expansion I'm part with uh, the extra character only came out on the playstation 5 yeah, right? only ps5 so yeah, that was yeah. how they're trying to sell so I'm, I'm missing out it, well why are they even trying to sell the ps5 they can't even sell it yeah yeah it's like there's not even one to sell like which kind of pisses me off because it's like why not at least release it for ps4 owners as well Honestly, people already like, want it's the a PS5. same game engine, and it, it. yeah, exactly. But it worked beautifully in PS4, so I don't understand why not. But anyway, because it's their prerogative, and they want me to suffer, and I'm obviously not going to buy PS5 anytime soon. So there you go. That's my number two. But I could go back and play that game. I think literally anytime. I I love that game now, and I can't wait to play it again. All I can think about now that we're watching Austin Powers and number two is who <laughs> does number two work for? Oh, dude. He's <laughs> It's 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 rolling. It's still now. playing. It's still yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's also for whatever I, I, reason we're watching picture in picture of Discord, so you can also yeah see it, it on the tiny it, windows. It <laughs> Rob, keeps going. Did it you keeps going. did you cast it again on the little screen? No, that's uh, my that's, that's my sinking. No, that's recursive. Cast. It's what happens he's when you cast your own cast. I don't even understand what's going on. He's oh. he's being a fucking invalid. <laughs> 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 it's like we're looking at one of those trick mirrors like, where you see the I have fiber internet. I can screen stream whatever <laughs> I want. <laughs> okay, I, I gotta say I gotta say this, okay, because this is like this is tripping me out right now because I am looking at this picture and picture and picture and picture. <laughs> I'm also looking at the fact that he's got a notification from Alex that he hasn't fucking clicked on. <laughs> it's gonna drive me fucking crazy. Oh, really? On top of where's that, the, where's the notification? He, he, he also hasn't clicked. What was it? Go back. Oh, I tried calling you. Apparently, I don't. Re I don't remember that. Okay, he also hasn't gotten rid of the X on the invite people thing at the top of your Discord <laughs> for joining a new server. Leave it there for joining forever. a new server. For joining a new server in our fucking server. <laughs> I know how long you've been in here. Push the fucking X. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just roasting my Discord etiquette. Honestly, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna fucking lose it. Just next topic. Next topic. Okay, Alright, so Rob, who does your number two work for? And don't don't No, no, nope, I'm fucking with it. You're going now. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
Oh, so you can't steal Cause, mine? Because you've chosen the exact same games, probably. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to upshow you every single time, man, you know? So, Rob, was your number two Hollow Knight just like it was mine? Wow, only number two, eh? Hollow Knight has fallen from grace. No, I definitely hasn't. It actually stepped up. It took the place <laughs> of WoW. Hollow Knight is what uh, usurped WoW on my list. Whoa. Um, every once in a That's while... That's surprising. In, ever since I've gotten Hollow Knight... There has been a few times where I've had a really rough day at work or I've had to come home and WoW might be a little too much to get into. You know, it takes a little too much brain power because I like being a tank. Uh, so it is my number one. But uh, Hollow Knight every once in a while, is, you know, if I don't have anyone to play with, I'll just show up, grab the controller and just beat a boss. Beat a boss that I know a lot of other people have a hard time with and that I can just do it in muscle memory at this point constantly. There are so many bosses. My favorite one is still the soul master i think it, he is uh, which i think is the upgraded version and if i'm ever in a bad mood i show up and i just fucking trounce the soul master because i got so angry at that boss when i first played him he annihilated me so many times i spent entire days just trying to beat this boss so now that i can do it on muscle memory every time many times without even taking a hit it just feels good. You come home from a bad day and you're just like, remember this guy who kicked your ass before and you can kick his ass now? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Kick his ass. And so I fully believe that you could do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I can do it with my eyes closed, but damn. I'm basically 100% confident oh. you can. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? You should uh, try to get to that point because I've actually watched some blind speed runs and they're amazing. So I, it would be very hard for me to do. I mean, I think someone could do it. I think it would be very hard for me to do because the bosses aren't patterned um, consistently. They do semi-random things. So it is really oh, hard to do that. They're not... I gotta show you the... Sorry, I was gonna say, I gotta show you the run for N64 or Mario 64 sometime. Oh, I've seen... Really impressed by that. I've seen a lot of the blind ones. Um, they're they're yeah. rough. I couldn't do that. Could not. But no, Hollow Knight's always one. I, I, I've talked about it enough. I can't talk about it much more. It's, it's hard at first. You bash your head against it, but it... It always feels good for me because you have your days when you life is rough, life is kicking you down, and I just like to go back to Hollow Knight because it reminds me that even though it's tough, there will be a day when I will kick its ass. That's <laughs> actually a really good <laughs> philosophy. I like that, <laughs> and, and and that's why it feels good for me. That's why it's home for me. Oh, I know that was funny. actually pretty meaningful. You and your little bug hole, <laughs> little bug hole. Isn't that how I. This is how I know my friend's a masochist. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love I love how the entire story of Hollow Knight probably takes place in like a like a two square meter space. <laughs> he is the king of this one little potter this, plant. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's like a, just a, a potted plant. Oh my god, it's amazing. That's why there's walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, Rob, that's my number two. I don't have much. I can't talk about the game. I've talked about it enough. Go check on any of our other podcasts, any of the other episodes. You'll hear about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. Um, okay. So I guess my, my number two is going to be pretty obvious. I think you guys can probably guess it. Uh, it's going to be um, uh, Total War. Yeah. Game. I can't tell Total War is one or two. So I'm going to go with Total War 2. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say total war games in general. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's gonna be whatever one's the most recent at the time, usually. Yep. Um if you want to look back at one that I probably played the most by going back and fucking around on it, uh is actually gonna be the first total war game, Shogun Total War. The original? <laughs> you go back and the you, original. you still fuck nice. with that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I got the gold edition that came out on Steam. It's amazing. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and it, it hold it holds up pretty well? 
it oh my god it's so much fun i mean really? you cannot go there for the graphics or for like the, the enhanced mechanics it is it is the most delineated version of uh, a total war game you'll ever play <laughs> you, you, uh, you have to watch out from your eyes bleeding if you play it for that, too long well what is it is it just the, like the most well balanced like what makes it so good no no it's just uh i played it as a kid so it feels good to play it as mm. an adult <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, if I if I were to say though, um, like which one do I think I I probably put the most time in? Uh, probably Shogun Two is really close to Warhammer. I was I was gonna Warhammer's say gonna Warhammer has to the be cake. top. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be my top because with three coming out, I kind of pile them all together. It's gonna it's gonna end up having a lot more hours. Yeah, overall, you, you have a lot of hours on just um, that. Game. I gotta. I actually only have like maybe an hour in Troy Total War though. I need to go back and play that. Oh, oh, interesting. Um, but that that one actually looks like a lot of fun too. Wasn't that um, the one that came out for free? Yeah, on Epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's like a, it's like a mini. It's like a mini campaign. Um, but it's got like it's got a mix of historical and uh, mythical units. Yeah, don't they um, kind of they they're trying to do the whole myth thing where this isn't an exact representation. We're trying to take the myth of yeah. that story. Kind of, I guess that's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they did with um, uh, Three Kingdoms Total War, and now they've done with Troy Total War. Well, Three um, Kingdoms, and... Three Kingdoms Total War is more based on like the Dynasty Warriors Three Kingdoms style. So I can see why, because the Three Kingdoms, well, I guess, world yeah, in general is stylized. It's a book, right? That's yeah. It's not actually their history. Yeah, it's yeah, a book. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ro- the the um the romance of the Three Kingdoms is a it's a it's a novelization. Mm. Wait, so wait, that whole I guess dy- what I always thought started with Dynasty Warriors. That was actually Dynasty Warriors took their, I guess, plots from a book. Yeah, Ro- yeah. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. I didn't know it was. A, I thought that was just the universe in which like, that was. Games all the played. characters, all the kingdoms, all the battles. Yeah, I, I did <laughs> yeah. not know that. Yeah, isn't well, that trivia? Yeah. It was like it was. Uh, I don't. know. I guess it was a Chinese version of an epic poem. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Uh, yeah. and I'm sure it's. I think it's more than one book. I think it's actually several very, very, very long. I'm, books. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. I, but, I honestly. I haven't read them or anything like that, but I but I I've been told multiple times, and I have no reason to doubt. Uh, after doing some very cursory research, that it was correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just one of those like sort of you know like like Paradise Lost is to the West. You know what I mean? You know, just that's like what one I, of these very yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was just based on like a an epic poem, kind of like the Iliad is, but a Chinese. Oh yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Iliad. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. except it's like. Oh, a lot more complicated, and yeah. there's like a lot more like politics. Convoluted, yeah, I think yeah. is the correct. Some Chinese <laughs> chick didn't get fucked by the wrong dude, and therefore caused the war. <laughs> Look, that's how yeah, we that's handle things in the West, Dong okay? <laughs> that's how you're. Hey, hey, hey! You fuck my girlfriend? <laughs> fuck you! But, uh, but, hey, yeah, Adam, remember Lu Bu? That guy, yeah, that jackass in Dynasty War. Yeah, the, his whole thing is uh, he tried sleeping with a chick that the the at the time kind of emperor uh also wants the bang so. <laughs> oh so this is it this is the iliad, this is Chinese iliad. Yeah. He, he dipped it he dipped it and then the other guy got pissed that's the problem or he tried to dip it all these great wars usually start with someone fucking the wrong woman yeah yeah yeah. well, de- well the way that it came out though is like the 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 woman's dad was like trying to pitch her to both guys <laughs> just like <laughs> <catching> his butts. <laughs> Wow. It's wow. You know, it's uh pretty repulsive, but <laughs> Yeah, such such is the way of the old world, I guess. That's so and also of these video games based on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
I think that puts us at Alex, you're number one. Well, I only have three words for you guys. Fus Rota! Really? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The Witcher? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Witcher probably will become this game. The only reason I'm not saying The Witcher is because, A, I haven't gotten all the way through it one time yet. I've beaten the main story, uh, but I'm still working through the expansion content. I would say Witcher's certainly one of my favorite games of all time, if not my top favorite game of all time. Hard to come back to a game that you've only played once so far. Yeah, yeah, but at Skyrim, man, I, I've probably played that game cover to cover, every bit of content probably half a dozen times like I, I i would guess that i've put six or seven hundred hours into that game since 2011 oh that's it so now this year is the 10 year anniversary of it wait what did he say what did he say <laughs> that's it 600 hours <laughs> so well then it should be your number one too rob but uh but honestly man i mean what a fucking game i mean every time i go back to it i somehow discover something new or just something i've completely forgotten about since the last time i played uh i always have a great experience like building building the homes with the expansion content and kind of making my own little space in it uh i've never played the game the same way twice ever really I, yeah like I, I always seem to end up on different branching paths and things like that like it's just it's such a fucking brilliant game and uh, and the settings in it like the the cities in it are not, they're not huge, but they're really fantastic, man. They're really cool fantasy. And uh, Riften, I think, is probably my favorite town. Which one and is that? Is Riften that the first is one. No, Riften is way down south. It's a two-level one that has like the sewers underneath. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Riften. Such that's a cool the, town. That's where the thieves guild. Yeah, 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 up. yeah. And it's got like the metery outside and everything. Like everything's there. It's got so the, uh, cool, orphanage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got the orphanage. You can you can like kill the orphanage, the woman who runs <laughs> <laughs> the orphanage. And like, I don't know. I think I've done it. I feel like I did it stealthily before, and I thought, like, how could anybody know about it? But then I went outside, and some guy's like, huh, that bitch is dead, huh? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, how did you know? How did you know I did it? Like, I did That it. game doesn't always make sense, because you'll go kill someone, leave, it'll load, but it'll load the fact that you killed her, and the rumor mill will already start, like, dude, no one's seen the body yet. That's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The logic is kind of funny, that's... yeah. It's showing I older game shit. mechanics. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully hopefully, oh. if they, you know, the next Elder Scrolls, which will certainly come out on, on Xbox in the near future, you know. I, and only Xbox. Yeah, and only LPC, Xbox. PC. And also PC. Anything with Game Pass, essentially. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they're able to fix that. But man, what what a game, man. I just, I, I just, I can't even tell you all the countless hours I've poured into it. What a great single player experience as well. Uh, to be able to go back to that yeah. literally has nothing to do with multiplayer at all, but it's still this very common shared experience for gamers from around that time era, right? Like, and it's showing that that's that's a big one for a lot of people, considering a how many times it's been released. Yep, and absolutely. I know so many people that that would be their top home game. Oh, totally. Yeah, and uh, I love the PC version, all the mods for it. It's gotten a ton of mod love over the years. I know oh, yeah. we've we've done an episode on this in the past. Oh, I know about uh, modding Skyrim. I'm just going to go ahead and shout out episode 79. So it was, it was the episode. <laughs> check out episode, so, episode yeah, gonna, 79. Where we may or may not have talked about Skyrim. It uh, could be 79. It could be, I don't know, something else. But uh, anyway, a fucking brilliant game. Um, in, in my opinion, having played uh, Elder Scrolls 4, uh, now I've played most of Morrowind since, right? I, honestly, I, I think Skyrim just elevated the series to the next level. Uh, and I hope they continue on that trajectory with whatever they do next, Skyrim 2 or Elder Scrolls 6 or whatever oh, it's going to end up being. Um, but yeah, certainly now that Bethesda has come out as strictly a, a Microsoft company, I, I think we're going to get some more information very, very soon about it. Also, recently sold Legendary Edition of the Guide for like 200 bucks, so very, <laughs> very, Jesus. very uh, well monetized game. It 
has well. been almost 10 years since that game came out. Yeah, no, but it was 11-11-11. Uh, 11-11-11? I'll never forget it. So, yeah. great, great week. Great week. Uh, it is I, so old that the Nintendo Switch is able to play it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and pretty competently. I own it on a Nintendo Switch. Oh, God, of course yeah, you Yeah, in fact, I'll probably restart it now that we've been talking about it. But uh, <laughs> I want to replay all these games. That's the problem. I'm already in the middle of Okami. But uh, anyway, because I can. Uh, so anyway, that would be that would be my number one. Rob, back to you. You mean you? Ah, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we can all guess what my number one is if it hasn't been on the list so far. Hollow Knight um, Two. No. Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I know what it yeah. is. Alex uh, definitely knows what it is. If he can't see what it is, it's pretty. Uh, it's he's pretty dumb. Um, it's on there. Is it Chrono Trigger? Holy shit, guys! There is only one game that I have permanently etched onto my body and my corpse and my inevitable oh. corpse. Warcraft. <laughs> Starcraft. No, there you go, Alex. Warcraft sucks. <laughs> uh, technically, no, he does not have Starcraft on his body. He has Starcraft 2, Alex, and you would know this. Oh! <laughs> that is true. The Zerg, symbol did, the Zerg symbol did not exist in Starcraft 1. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it did not come out until Starcraft 2. Uh, really? Especially, especially not in that iteration. Yeah, no, I don't think they really had symbols for the they, different races back then. Uh, not for different races, but for the different Zerg. Um, uh, shit, what, it started with a C. What's the word? Well, they had the brutes. Not the hive minds. Yeah, not the hive mind. What was it? Oh, was it started with the... God damn it, I can't remember what they um, All I can think about is their, their real names. Daga <laughs> would be one of them. No, the... they were like... They were called... Cerebrates. Cerebrates. What. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, so each cerebrate controlled a hive, and each oh. hive had its own hive had its own symbol. Okay. So they didn't have a symbol yes. for the Zerg as a whole, but they had a symbol for each hive. Just like the Protoss didn't have a Protoss as a whole, he had a symbol for each tribe. What was what was a Kerrigan? Oh, I don't know if Kerrigan had She was a Terran. She was Terran? <laughs> yeah, she was a Terran, cool. yeah. Oh, she was a Terran. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then she turned into Zerg. Well, she never technically had a hive of her own. Oh. Um she's no, one of some, some of that. She's kind of picked Zerg. up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah, technically, this is her hive symbol, which became the one in StarCraft Two. Oh, interesting. But that's not hers. Yeah. That is that a Zerg dick? That's a, yeah, it's a Zerg dick. Oh, that's the one I have. That's yeah. my tattoo. <laughs> oh no! I have a Zerg dick on my oh, tattoo. Oh, no. Yeah, um, she never really yeah, technically classic. had a uh, a hive symbol because she never owned a hive officially. Oh. She was just created as a free agent from the Overmind. Yeah, and she was basically assigned to a cerebrate to perform tasks and eventually she usurped them all and became the overmind and oh nice she was zerg so okay there you go she never really had her own but oh, yeah yeah so starcraft specifically at this point i do go back to starcraft 2 a lot more so when mm. starcraft 1 was out i would constantly go back to that play it and i at the time i was young i played the story i never really did the pvp a lot oh and when i say pvp i mean human versus human no i mean uh, player versus player, because PvP yeah. is Protoss versus Protoss. But um, <laughs> oh my god! Stop. <laughs> but I always went back to StarCraft One. Always played the story. Sometimes I played it with cheats. Sometimes I played it with handicaps. And I really enjoyed it. And I just enjoyed watching the cinematics. StarCraft Two came out. I absolutely loved the story. I played a lot of player versus player online. Then I played a lot of co-op. Now what I do for fun is I will just. I know that at any day, if I just show up, I'll come home. I'll just send Nick, one of our buddies, we got to have on the show sometime, and go, StarCraft? And he'll just go, yeah, I'm in. And we'll just go play a mode called co-op mode. 
Nice. And I'll okay. sit there with a with a, a you know glass of whiskey or nothing at all, depending on the circumstances. And we'll just trounce through it and have a good time. Just fuck around. Mm. Uh, for those who've played it, co-op mode is... I can't even possibly explain it. You play as two armies fighting against an AI uh, scenario. It's not too dissimilar from like a single player scenario, yeah. like a storyline scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, and each you each choose a hero that has fundamentally different play styles. And you have to beat the scenario and there's bonus objectives and so on and so forth. Huh. Unfortunately, it's a so dead... For the... Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. I'm guessing you're going to explain it better, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so it's a, imagine you're doing a single player mission, but with a friend, and instead of just having no commander, your commander is selected at the beginning, similar to how you would select like a Heroes of the Storm or League of Legends character. They all have unique abilities. This will also change kind of what units you could build. And what defenses you can build. Yeah, um, most of them don't have a hero unit on the map. Some of them do, but most of them don't. And they just right. give you powers yeah. that you can kind of utilize. Okay. Yeah. And it changes fundamentally how that army works. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, the game is kind of dead now, so there's been really not much new content for it, which is very upsetting. But yeah, I still come back to it. I still never stop. I still have a tattoo, and I still believe in that tattoo because it has double meaning for me. But it is a game that has brought me a lot of friends throughout my time um especially during college years i don't know how many people in my college days would during every break we'd all just pull pull out our laptops connect we're all a bunch of networking it nerds right so we would there was a spot that was kind of known as the it area and they didn't really have good internet there so us it guys because we're it guys would come bring in make our own little mini network and all play starcraft (laughs) against each other on our breaks and we got yeah. pretty good at it. I got into GOM. I still watch StarCraft tournaments, so on and so forth. I still watch it. I kind of feel, you know, what it, you know what it makes me feel like? You know that guy who watches NFL? You know, he he tapes NFL every weekend. And he, fantasy League fantasy, football. Yeah, he does the Fantasy League football. And he watches yeah. the Super Bowl. He's all into that. That's what I feel like with StarCraft. I'm the guy that mm. used to play football. But now I, I'm too old to do, and I have too many <laughs> other things to do that's in my life. But I like to watch others play, and I you still enjoy it. You have too many it. StarCraft-related injuries. Yeah, too many. Yeah. Too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so every once in a while, I do a pickup game with my buddies, and that's pretty much what it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. It, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of my... I, I, what I like to tie it to sports. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it right. matches up. Maybe those who like sports ball will understand my enthusiasm for it a bit yeah, more yeah, if yeah. I put it in those terms. Yeah, flag Starcraft ball. I get it. Starcraft ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, bring us home. Huh? You're number one, man. Bring us to your home. Oh. You're number one. You're number one. What's home number. to you? Teach me something about you, Rob, that I don't already know after God knows how many years of making fun of each other. It's okay. You don't actually know what this is. I bet I could sit here for like an hour and you wouldn't guess it. I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Frostpunk. Nah. Well, well hey, somebody had the balls to try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you failed horribly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also good to know. See, I would have guessed Total War. <laughs> that would have been your number one in my book. So now that that's not number one. Nobunaga's yeah. ambition. Um, Ooh. No. Daisy. No, I'm kidding. Mario <laughs> Tennis. He said Daisy. <laughs> uh, no, actually, for me, my game that I go back to um, without fail all the time is uh, Mountain Blade. Really? Well, funny. Yeah. Huh. 
I keep trying to I tell Adam to play it, that. but he won't, hey. which is probably good because he wouldn't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no Bannerlord. Uh, so Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord's in the early access, and it's at the point now where it pretty much has everything that the first game had, and they're just front loading all the new stuff coming through, doing patches and stuff it's like that. It's been early fantastic access game. for a while. The Bannerlord. Yeah, and they said and they said that it was going to be. Like, um, when I say a while, like a few years was. now. No, 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 not that long. That has not been out that long. I feel like it's um, it's been talked about for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it has been talked about for a long time, for sure. Because there's like a couple, I don't know, probably about like 10 years of fucking waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Did they announce it uh, a long ass time came, ago? It came out, released, so the early access started in the, on the 30th of March, 2020. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, not that long ago. I don't know why, but I feel like it, you've been trying to sell this to me for a lot longer oh, wait, than you well, have. Because I've been, I've been trying to sell and Blade? Yes. I thought been saying yeah. mountain blade the whole time yeah it's just a mountain no. it's just it's a blade that has to climb a mountain <laughs> it's like, like celeste no that's no 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 that is that is a song of ice and fire that is a completely different <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> accurate um yeah no so mountain and bl- actually so you, mount and blade i think you're selling this game to the wrong person personally why Who, who's you just uh, try and sell this to alex oh okay i'm ready huh? so i can play it on switch <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I don't think so. I guess it is um, like PC. You can, <laughs> you can actually, you can actually play um, Warband, which is the predecessor, which is what I originally was trying Whoa, to sell. What was that? What did I just see? Scroll down a little bit. I'm loving the sound of murder holes. Tell me more about that. What murder holes? Uh, oh, that that so, shit's been around since before you were born, man. That's like the little arrow holes that you fire through. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Um, He's exactly right. That's what it's that's describing. That's so sweet. Murder holes yeah. are often located. So, uh, if I can remember correctly, the combat of this game, the basic fundamentals are very similar to the face forward kind of Skyrim thing where you're swinging the blade in front of your face, in front of the screen. Mm, kind of. Okay, so give you an idea of what this game plays like. So when you're in combat, and I'm going to have to take this in layers. So combat layer, um, when you are swinging a sword, the way that you your mouse or directional key is moving will alter how your character swings. You have um, overhead, side, uh, so left side, right side, and then you also have thrust. Um, those are your different methods of attack. Um, your weapon has to connect to an enemy for that to actually register. If you hit a shield, you'll hit their shield, not them. And it's cetera, kind of a slight version or a slightly more complex version of rock, paper, scissors in that case. Like They have to angle their shield mm-hmm. in the right angle to block the blow, depending on the different... Not exactly. Um, it kind of comes down to what your what, like the facing hand, like what hand you're facing. Uh-huh. So if you're swinging on the shield arm, that's gonna be super easy for them to block. Okay. Um, if you're coming at them from the other side, they'll have to pivot their character a bit, but they can do it. Um, and and they can do it fairly easy. Multiplayer can get very intense, uh, very fast. <laughs> so then you um, also command as you're going into battle. So you kind of do the swinging in battle. Uh, it sounds like it's a mix okay. between Skyrim and I think for Honor. Like if you kind of um, meld the two, kind of. That's a that's a fair way of looking at it. Like yeah, if you play like chivalry stuff like that, then you'll understand how the combat mechanics work. Okay. And now then there's like that's an army really... siege type thing going on here. Um, okay, so yeah, this is where the the game actually becomes something you've never played before. So on the campaign map, um, you start the game as just your one guy. You have like a thousand dinars, which is like gold coins. Um, and you are pretty much 
it depends if you start the game regular campaign you have a, a storyline to follow but if not you just like i don't play with the storyline anymore because it's like a tutorial so like fuck that <laughs> i was playing sandbox mode since that came out like a month ago and it's like the most amazing thing in the world <laughs> anyway so the idea is that you kind of like make your own goal so if your goal is hey i want to rule this whole land then you're gonna strap in because it's gonna be a while <laughs> but uh it's possible um most more achievable goals is i want a castle or i want to help fight under this banner i'm kind That's of the... hearing like it's a mix it, you you're describing a slight version of total war except you're the one who gets on the floor and fights okay kind of so as you go from town to town, you can recruit troops. Now, those troops will now follow you into battle, and you can control them by saying, like, hey, charge, attack, this kind of whatever, Basic right? Commands. Do this position. Um, you can do formations. So there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of drop down. So you can kind of, like, you can get a bit granular with it. Um, but the whole idea of this game is that you are fighting as a commander on horseback. You're not an RTS. You're on the field. Um, and you can obviously participate in the fight, but you get to the point where you have literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of soldiers, um, sometimes thousands clashing in, in, in fights where they'll Damn. come in waves. Uh, and the game gets very, very intense. Like nothing is more exhilarating in that game than playing as one of the Connet uh, horse archers and running with like another 30 horse archers and just gunning down a bunch of foot soldiers. Yeah, so it's, you're like a hero unit, but you're you're not like a dynasty warriors hero oh, unit, but you're your a hero unit. No, no, you're a hero unit if you build that way because half the time I don't even build a combat character. I build like a trader, like a merchant or like a leader or something like that. So I have and you more, get more and you just end up getting more units. Or or have a better time training them so they train faster, gain okay. experience, and level up faster. Because every unit has a whole bunch of branches. So you can make a peasant into like an archer or a swordsman or a spearman or cavalry. Like it, there's a lot that you can build out into. And depending on where you recruit in, on the map gives you different uh, cultures of uh, different soldiers. So like certain cultures will be like, oh, hey, we have access to crossbows. Whereas the other people will be like, we don't. But we have these like horse... Uh, archers this, that are unparalleled this so, like, sounds like a, a lot game of... alex would like if he wasn't a console blood mm, probably. yeah yeah pretty much actually i um, recently reacquired my computer so for my in-laws well, house so and uh, i was gonna i was gonna crack it open and see exactly what i was working with back in the day because to be quite honest i'm not really sure <laughs> and, uh, and um, to see you... what it would actually cost to upgrade it at this point if, if i can actually get the parts yeah, you might be able to play um, the other game, like the original game, which is I would just play Warband, um, and because it can run on pretty pretty shallow rigs. Actually, if you have PlayStation Now, it's available there. So oh. if you hmm. want to just pick it up and play it, you can do it there. Important um, question, Rob. Yeah. Why do you keep coming back to this game? What what history does it have with you? I I can't. I cannot overstate how much pure satisfaction joy i just get from playing it it's i can't describe it it's got to be the mountains <laughs> it is just yeah it's just <laughs> it, there is no there is no game like it and if you even like playing an rpg like an action rpg with like an, an rts layer built into it where you literally make all the choices in the game to try and become something better than you've been in your last file there's there's no better feeling than playing this game hell yeah man very oh, yeah. cool. So you, you like being the command and you like just having a good time taking over a castle. So you've been playing yeah, this basically since what, 2010? Um, 
pretty it's much been over a, a little decade bit before that actually because it's original when, when did game. mountain blade originally come out it looks like for north america it was march 30th 2010 okay so about a year oh, after it is that. on ps4 and xbox one uh, this way so this is mountain blade warband interesting oh yeah. that's a standalone expansion though so what's yeah the, so it has yeah, to be yeah, yeah. On ps4 and xbox yeah but no mountain blade is so the, the original, original mountain blade so was 2008 so yeah 2009 is when i picked it up nice uh, because uh, I remember when I picked it up, I got mad at my one friend who wasn't actually like telling me that I probably liked the game. I was like, "What the hell, dude? This is like 100% my game." He's like, "Why did you bring this know up?" That. I'm like, <laughs> "Seriously?" <laughs> Don't you hate that when some some friends play a game for so long and you're like, "Oh, I just didn't think to mention it to you." You're like, "You are not a friend at all." <laughs> <laughs> Your job is yeah. to bring up good games that you think I'd like. That's why we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's like that sometimes, but you know how it is. Okay, if anybody um, wants to try it out on consoles, Mount and Blade Warband, which is that standalone expansion, is available on PlayStation Network for nineteen ninety nine US. So it'd probably be like twenty five bucks. Best Canadian. year in the world. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. So Rob, um, you've won me over. I'm gonna try it. Try it out. Let me know what you think. You're gonna get stuck a little bit at first. Don't be afraid to fail, um, because you're just not gonna know exactly what you're doing. Don't be afraid to give me a call either. I can help you out. Okay, cool. Or just watch YouTube. Like it, it's there's so much fucking footage of this game out there. You're not gonna have a problem trying to learn how to play it. I love that the main character on the cover looks like uh like a mustacheless Aragorn. He totally does. <laughs> I was yeah, say, like it kind of looks Aragorn. like it kind of looks like Henry Cavill actually. Yeah, he does look. Like ah, Henry yeah, Cavill. you're right. Like yeah, a yeah, skinny like... Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah. Not as jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. But uh, yeah, no, I, I would say, I mean, you can completely customize your character, by the way. Oh, cool. So when you go in there, have a lot of fun with it. Awesome. Um, the, the older Give game is pretty dated, but it mechanically is solid. Um, and uh, I, I mean, it's, if you end up even remotely liking the older <laughs> games, Bannerlord is just the same thing, but better. He just clicked back to the Discord screen and it's still... People reaching into Austin Powers' ass. You were so easily I can, amused. I, mean, I can fix that. <laughs> Dude, they don't do bits like this in movies anymore. Remember when movies used to have bits? Like things that they do were funny where like they go back and forth and like they don't do that stuff anymore, man. There's no more there's no more bits in movies. Oh, now we got a new one. This lady getting sprayed in the Rob's face. Rob's just trying to mess with us on Discord now. <laughs> he knows that none of our viewers it's, can see these unless they were here on our Discord watching so our episode. Stu- it's extra stupid though, because of like the picture in That's a cat like vomiting. <laughs> All right, just fucking move past, otherwise she's not gonna stop. If if you if you want to see what what's being posted, it's, it's you can come on our Discord. Yeah, go on our Discord. Come yeah. all over our Discord. <laughs> We've got a general chat. We've got you can see our episode content. What's coming up? This cat is just going like. Aah! You can see a cat dry heaving. <laughs> oh, dude, that's impossible not to distract. Like <laughs> ultimate distraction. So this is Alex Austin signing off, and uh, shit. What was I? I'm having a hard time with these lately. Rob's really messing with the system here, okay? The most recent one. What is that? It's goofy. Rob's just trying to play with the system now. Oh, my God. I told you to keep moving on or, or, I, would do, or I would throw the, the shit. I, I, am, I guess I'm Goofy Dick Plebby and Adam. Imagine when we're all doing this in the same room and we're still laughing about it. Oh, my God. Giant Goofy Dick at Plebby and Adam. Okay. And? Oh, and Rob. Oh, okay. Cool. All Just right. remote so, Rob. Signing off. We'll talk to you later. Hi. And stop. <laughs> Fucked up, Andy. <laughs>